How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer for Thursday, November the 26th. I hope you're doing extremely well. Let's jump into some video game news here, shall we? First things first, let's talk about the Golden Joystick Awards, which have now concluded with The Last of Us Part 2 sweeping up six of the 24 awards, including Game of the Year. I figured I'll just share some of the more interesting awards here, though it is worth noting these are generally fan-voted awards, so it's not a panel that does this, but it is fans submitting their nominations. So Best Indie Game went to Hades, Best Multiplayer Game went to Fall Guys, Best Game Expansion went to No Man's Sky for the Origins update. They have a Still Playing Award, which I guess is for games that have stuck around for a long time, that went to Minecraft. And then the Studio of the Year Award went to Naughty Dog. Now, I've been seeing some chatter about the quality of the awards this year, particularly thanks to the winner of that last award, Studio of the Year. Uh, Naughty Dog has notoriously overworked and mistreated their employees while developing The Last of Us Part II. And if those reports exist, but they can still win the award of Best Studio, then what exactly does the award even mean? I think it's being generally agreed that that one probably shouldn't have been left to a fan vote, or at least shouldn't exist if it's not clearly defined. Because as it stands, it just kind of looks like another award to throw towards Naughty Dog, because they made a game that people like. Anyway, besides that, you know, it's award season, so we're going to see some cool things here. Feel free to check out the rest of the list if it interests you. It is one of the bigger award shows of the year. And in fact, we have the Game Awards in two weeks. Very exciting. Two weeks ago, we found out that the Xbox Series X and S sold better than any other console launch in Microsoft's history, and today, Sony shared the same thing, breaking not just a Sony record, but also an industry-wide record. The PlayStation 5 is now the biggest console launch of all time. Now, we say that not because we have concrete PS5 numbers, but we know that the PlayStation 4 was the biggest launch when it came out in 2013, ergo, if it did better than the PS4... You have logical conclusions. Uh, both consoles, though, are still having major stock issues around the world. They're selling like hotcakes. There's plenty of articles out there sharing all of the experiences that people are having. Amazon, in particular, has bungled a lot of things with the PS5. If you're still waiting on yours, I, I hope you manage to get it uh, in a timely fashion. Square Enix have confirmed that their Japanese studios are going to be permanently working from home. Uh, so they are going to have some hybrid working options for some employees, but they expect around 80% of their studio to be permanently home-based. They made a very simple statement saying, hey, we're doing this to be better prepared for any future emergencies, and it's going to open up a more diverse hiring pool. And this makes sense, right? I think we're going to see more and more situations like this pop up across various industries, and it's probably for the better. Uh, in other Square Enix news, they also confirmed for the first time that Marvel's Avengers performed lower than they expected as we expected, uh, and they still haven't recouped the development costs of the game, actually, which I imagine was pretty expensive to make. So they're hoping to turn things around with a swath of content releases before the end of March, which is the end of their fiscal year. We'll see how it goes. Okay, and our final story, 4A Studios have put out a blog post for the first time since being acquired by the Embracer Group a few months ago. You know 4A Studios for the Metro series of games. So they started this post by celebrating Metro 2033's 10th anniversary, which is pretty wild to think about. The game came out 10 years ago. Uh, and they actually created and shared an interactive timeline in the style of a Metro map, which basically charts the history of both the games and the books. Uh, it's really cool. You should check it out. It's timeline.metrothegame.com. They did also confirm that Metro Exodus is going to be heading to the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 with free upgrades for anybody who already owns it on the current, or I guess the last gen. 
and it's going to have all the usual improved tech specs, right? Frame rate, resolution, etc. And then finally, they confirmed that they're actually working on the next Metro game as well, and it's going to include multiplayer for the first time. Here's what they said about it, quote, Our partnership with Saber slash Embracer Group, will allow us to explore something that has always been an ambition for 4A games, but something we have never been able to commit to until now, a multiplayer experience in the Metro universe. We're not looking at multiplayer as a box-ticking exercise or to jump on some trend or bandwagon. As creators, we want to explore a multiplayer experience that makes complete sense in the Metro universe, end quote. Alongside that, they're going to be working on a new AAA IP, Uh, So it sounds like, you know, they're in a good spot with the new parent company. They talked a lot about how many opportunities they have with them now. So that's great. You know, I I know a lot of people love that franchise. So hopefully we get good things out of them. But uh, otherwise, folks, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd also like to give a huge thanks to Ruben and Chandler for leaving me five-star reviews. And by the way, folks, all the reviews that you've been leaving me have been just so kind. I, I really appreciate it. You know, I'm just a student who sits at home every evening staring at my computer screen and talks into a microphone about video games every day. And when I get reviews like this, it really puts a lot of things into perspective. It's really humbling. Anyway, folks, uh, that's going to do it. I, again, thank you for everything. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow, okay? So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, TGO After Show. If you are currently listening to this on Amazon Smart Devices, A-L-E-X-A, apologies, the After Show did not upload correctly yesterday. You know, it's funny, uh, most podcast hosts just have to upload one file and then it gets distributed everywhere, right? And if you're listening to this on anything that isn't Amazon, then that's, that's what I do, essentially. But if you're specifically listening to the flash briefing option of Amazon, I have a whole other process that I have to go through. And it includes editing a text document. For those of you who are techies, you know, I have to edit a JSON file with the updated information of every single episode that I make. And if I misplace a comma or a space, then it screws everything up. And so in this case, I had uploaded the after show audio with an extra space in the file name than I usually do. And I didn't catch it because it's not that obvious. And that just screwed everything up. So anyway, just, just a little sneak peek into the uploading process there. Uh, what did I do today? Oh, you know what I've been doing is I'm s- I've slowly been going through the Xbox Game Pass because I'm looking for games. You know, the more time that I sit at my computer desk working and doing school and doing TGO, the less time I want to be spending at it to play video games. So I've been going through the Game Pass on console to find something to play kind of long term because, you know, I was playing a lot of Skate 3 and Zuma and, you know, these games that are easy to just play in one session and then you never have this enticement to go back to it, I guess. So I started playing Devil May Cry 5, because that has a story. And I'm really excited for this one, because uh, I I played the Ninja Theory DMC. I think it was just called DMC. And I loved it a lot. I thought that was a really good game. And I know a lot of people who are DMC fans don't like that game, but it hooked me onto the series for sure. So anyway, I I started with DMC 5 now, and I'm I'm having a good time. I I think I've played just the first couple of levels. I think there's definitely something to be said about really good beat-em-ups for me. Because I think traditionally in the past, like a traditional beat-em-up side-scrolling, you know, like Battletoads or Streets of Rage, I think for me those tend to get a little bit repetitive. And to be fair, I have not played a significant amount of them, but because it's a very simple control scheme, I I guess it just doesn't hook me as much. Whereas Devil May Cry as a beat-em-up is obviously, I mean, it's baked into the mechanics as well. They want you to do complicated things. They want you to be stylish. And it's very over the top and many different things and anyway. And I think that goes in well with the kind of game that I like, which is 
as you know, a, a much bigger focus on the gameplay itself. Because, you know, I don't really remember the story of DMC. Just like I don't remember the story of Skate 3. <laughs> you know, it's it's not really why I'm playing the game. It's so that I can beat up some demons. Although I definitely appreciate the uh, the extensive history of Devil May Cry. I, I did an attempt at, like, trying to figure out what I needed to know about the story going into this game. And, like, I got the general gist of it, but for the most part, I'm kind of going in blind. And that's okay, you know? I don't mind. Oh, I've been saying beat-em-up, but I guess hack-and-slash is a better term for it, isn't it? What's the, what's the difference between beat-em-up and hack-and-slash? Because instinctually, in my brain, I know that it's not a beat-em-up. I'm gonna Google it here. Okay, it doesn't actually look like there's a consensus here. It's a lot of people asking the question, and then a lot of people positing their theories on it. Hmm. Maybe, that you know, that would make for a good, uh, a good research project. Okay, folks, that's gonna wrap us. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll be back tomorrow, okay? See ya!